thank you, Kenny Beat, for kicking off the show. Welcome back to the Bench Talk Podcast. A bit of a different episode this week. I'm Christian, joined by Anthony. What's up? And uh, today we're going to go through the or my NFL mock draft for the upcoming draft. Right now it is Tuesday, and Thursday, Anthony, is a, it's the draft. I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, it'll actually be pretty fun. I think it'll be better than last year's draft. Because this one, like, there's a lot of quarterback prospects. Like, I feel like there's so many teams that can, like, trade up, especially into the top 10. Uh, obviously, for, like, our mock draft, we're not doing trades because, like, that's so hard to predict. It's just not worth it. But I think it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, and you know what? Like, last year was just so weird. We were in Roger Dell's basement, right? And we were... Yeah. <laughs> now, we're, now we're back into a actual stadium. Roger Dell is... He's uh, vaccinated, so he can hug the players. Yeah. It's just... It's the small <laughs> things that I'm really happy about. Bill Belichick's dog drafted someone. Like, it was yeah. just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was really interesting. Uh, but this year, we're back to normal, at least somewhat. Um, so let's uh, get into the mock draft now. Let's go over the rules of this mock draft. You mentioned we're going to do any trades. We are not because it's very hard to predict, predict those. Although we can completely acknowledge there's going to be a lot of trades. Um, there always is. Not going to be any different this year because of COVID. It's going to be the same. And also, I want to make this clear. I did not watch hours and hours of video on each of these players. I Yeah, we're not Mel Kuyper. <laughs> no, we're not Mel Kuyper. We're not Chris Sims. We, this is what I did. I did a lot of research. And I listen to the reporters. And it's going to especially come in handy when Mac Jones gets selected. Yeah. Because uh, a bit of a, a surprise there for a lot of people. Yeah, but, yeah um, like you're, you're not picking who you would pick. You're picking who you think the team would pick. Exactly. Thank you for mentioning yeah. that. Because that is... And you're going you're gonna to see that a few times. A lot of people are going to... Uh, when it comes to... I mean, Mac Jones is the one name where a lot of people have him going lower or he's at least rank lower than where a lot of people have him going. So, let's get started with the first overall pick. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty unanimous. Like, there's no way they don't pick him. No, this is a uh, yeah. pretty straightforward pick to me. The quarterback out yeah. of Clemson is clearly the best football player in this draft. And like you said, Anthony, not much but, to it. Yeah. But he's supposed to be the best quarterback prospect since like Andrew Luck, yeah. uh, like very, very unlikely busts. But he is going to Jacksonville, so <laughs> we will <laughs> see. Uh, yeah. Jacksonville certainly hoping Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback they've been waiting on for a long time. Uh, second overall, the New York Jets select quarterback Zach Wilson from BYU. And Anthony, really not much discussion here either. I don't think. No, like all reports are saying he's supposed to the Jets are picking him. They traded Darnold a few weeks back to Carolina, which just kinda like reinforces they are gonna take a QB. Uh he's supposed to be like very athletic. I'm not exactly sure what his player comparison would be, but like I got I got two. I got two. Uh, who who, and, who are and you're your... gonna you're gonna hear them, you're gonna be like, Whoa. Okay, first, Aaron Rodgers. He's a creative oh, okay. player, Calm he's down. got an arm. <laughs> And then the other one is, is Josh Allen without the running. Well, Wilson can but move, but it's, it's the creativity but... and the strength of the arm. He's like, he's kind of like, he can buy time, but he's not going to be running for first downs like 
kind of like that. Correct. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't think his, I don't think he'll ever reach Aaron Rodgers levels. No, no, he's not going to be that but, good of a player. Yeah, like but like his play style is like similar. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. mean, yeah. So the Jets are hoping uh, it didn't work out with Sam Darnold a few years ago. They move on from him, like you mentioned, and they take Zach Wilson. Going number three, this is where the draft starts, right? Because Yeah, this is where you don't know what's happening. No. Uh, reports are suggesting Mac, Will- Mac Jones from Alabama is the guy. And, in fact, I'm going to go and make it my choice. The San Francisco 49ers are going to take Mac Jones from Alabama. Now, the Niners easily could go Lance or Fields here too, but the suggesting the suggestions from reporters say it's going to be Jones. Although recently, that's sort of in the last few days here, that's sort of been those uh, waters have been muddied. But we, it should be interesting there. And then, I mean, I, like uh, personally. I honestly hate this pick. Yeah, it's not the guy I'd go with either. Yeah. Well, like, also, you probably would have gotten him at pick 12, where they were originally picking. I don't think anyone else was going to pick him. And my opinion, I think Mac Jones is ceiling. In my opinion, at best, he's like, he's Kirk Cousins. And uh, it just, I don't know, Alabama quarterbacks always worry about. There's never really been a true hit of a Alabama quarterback in the history of the league really most of them have either uh, either been mediocre to like a miss like two is obviously a bit too early but uh, uh, there's just like I think uh, oh what's his name I'll search this up one second. There, yeah, I mean, oh. there really isn't. I'll give you a second and look it up. But, I mean, I looked at the list a few days ago, and honestly, there's not a lot of names to remember. And one of the worries with Alabama is that you're throwing to the best receivers in the country most of the time. So you're looking really good, whether you're Mac Jones or whether you're, I mean, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa. It's not great when you come when you look at quarterbacks who have come out of Alabama. But it's it's looking like pretty likely it'll be Mac Jones, whatever Kyle Shanahan decides to go with, the future of Jimmy Garoppolo will then be up in the air. Well, I'm hearing he might get traded during the draft as like some as a way to trade up for San Fran. Like me, uh, I don't know who would be trading for him though. You know, Maybe. and and we'll get to Denver later and they might be taking a quarterback, might be taking some guy in defense. But if they don't take a quarterback in the draft, then maybe they're interested in bringing some competition for Drew Locke, who they've been questioning. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear that they're not 100% confident in Locke. And if they bring in Garoppolo, give him a bit of competition in the room, it's it's possibly the right move. Yeah. And just to go back on some notable quarterbacks we dropped out of Alabama, there's A.J. McCarron, Brody Croyle in 2006, both guys who were mediocre to a backup. Like, I assign, I just think, like, the, the Alabama is just such a good roster that it's kind of hard not to be good, uh, a good quarterback. And, like, when Nick Saban's your coach as well, like, 
that there's going to be at least at least 11 players out of that Alabama team Mac Jones is on who will be in the NFL or drafted within like either this year or next year uh and yeah I just don't like the pick I don't see why you trade up but yeah I agree I also don't like Mac Jones but nevertheless that is the guy I'm gonna go with just because of that's how the reporters have been sort of motioning They've been saying Mac Jones will be the guy in San Fran, so we'll see if that's the if that's what they decided to go with. Moving on to the number four overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons, in my opinion. If they don't trade this pick, which that is something this is the first pick that is in play. Jacksonville, they're taking Lawrence. The Jets are keeping their pick. Niners are keeping their pick. Atlanta is the first team that could definitely trade down, get some more draft capital, and still get a guy they really like. But if they don't trade i think they're going to take tight end kyle pitts from florida now new england denver two teams that could trade up for this pick and take a quarterback you would you would assume this early if you're going to trade up this to the number four pick a quarterback's probably where you're going but i think atlanta if they keep the pick it's kyle pitts um well yeah it's the best He's the best prospect of the draft. Yeah, best non-quarterback, f- and some people say he's the second best football player in this draft. Yeah, and probably the best tight end prospect ever. I, like, I can't think of anyone else who came into the draft this highly touted. Like, obviously, last a uh, couple years back, T.J. Hawkinson went at nine to Detroit, and, uh, like even he wasn't this highly touted. No, uh, and Kyle Pitts is there's a lot of hype around yeah, this guy. Like I mean, he, tight end who can receive like a receiver and great, amazing athlete at the tight end position. Well, he's just a freaking nature. He's like six five, like two hundred forty pounds, and he's so fast. And I think it's uh, it's basically I feel like he's probably the most the safest pick in the draft. Like if anyone's not gonna bust. Other than maybe Trevor Lawrence, I feel like it's definitely Kyle Pitts. How high of a uh, chance do you think one of those teams that I mentioned, or maybe another team, trades up for this pick? I think it's inevitable, honestly. I feel like Denver or New England definitely will, because I've heard reports that Atlanta wants to trade down. Uh, and let's say they trade to pick nine. Maybe Kyle Pitts is still on the board, but uh, honestly... Atlanta needs defense over over like skill positions and when you're picking at 9 or 15 you can definitely get a one of the best defensive players of the draft you get Micah Parsons at pick 9 easily who's supposed to be uh, the best linebacker of the draft but in our mock draft they're not trading down so Kyle Pitts is definitely the, the pick that we're going to go with yeah and I do agree that I do expect this pick to be traded but we're not going to for the sake of this mock draft. Let's move on to the number five pick, the Cincinnati Bengals. They could go, it looks like two different ways here, the offensive tackle or the wide receiver, and I have them going the tackle, Penny Sewell out of Oregon. They could go Jamar Chase here too, the receiver from LSU. Uh, Sewell did opt out of last season due to COVID. A lot of players didn't want to play, and this might have hurt his stock, but at the same time, if he does go to five where I have him, then can't really say that's hurting your stock because the fifth overall pick is an impressive uh 
that's impressive. But uh, if you're if you're the Bengals, you got to protect Joe Burrow. You're right. Your lofty memory oh, of Burrow from last season is him on the ground hurt. Like you gotta get that athletic offensive tackle who's huge, Penesuel, that's the guy. And if you're looking at receivers, I mentioned Chase. It's possible they take Chase, but I already have Tyler Boyd. I already have T. Higgins. I mean, I'd go, I'd go Penesuel here. Oh, 100%. And like, I don't know if you saw like the Bengals' new uniforms. You see Joe Burrow's like scar on his knee. And you just think, man, that guy needs someone who can actually block for him. Like he was running for his life last year. And he was, and those wide receivers were serviceable. They lost AJ Green, but really he did nothing last year. No. Like he was like he was clearly the third option. Uh but you know what's interesting though is if Atlanta were traded down and Kyle Pitts is still on the board, that'd be a tough pick. It'd be hard not to pick him to pick Kyle Pitts, but uh, yeah, you got to protect your quarterback. You totally do. I'll, uh, tell, I'll tell you what. I even think if uh, if Pitt's still on the board, I still think they go through well just because of that reason. You got to protect the franchise quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, let's I definitely move on. Like the pick. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta get, and and like you could go Pitts if he's still there. Uh, Jamar Chase is the other name. He obviously, played with Joe Burrow. Um, and let's stay on Jamar Chase because that's where I got him going next. I got him going to the Miami Dolphins at the number six pick. Uh, gives Tua another really good receiver to go with Will Fuller and Devontae Parker. You give him two options. If Tua is your franchise quarterback, you give him these three options. Now you can really evaluate him because there's still a lot of questioning of two oh three going on. Chase did opt out of the season last year due to COVID. Um, but what's important to know is how good this guy is. Okay, More yards and TDs than Justin Jefferson did for LSU when they played together there in 2019. And Justin Jefferson had an amazing rookie year in the NFL. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's, he's, Justin Jefferson was one of the best like rookie wide receivers in years since probably Randy Moss. But uh, you're 100% right. Like Tua has absolutely no excuse this year if they if he doesn't perform. Uh, and it'd be hard for him not to perform with this roster. On he has an above average line. Mike Gesicki, I think, is a uh, top top half of the league tight end. And you have like every type of receiver now on the team. You have Will Fuller, who's going to be your speed demon well if he's not tearing an ACL but or, <laughs> or uh, yeah <laughs> um, and then you have Devontae Parker who I think is a really good route runner and Jamar Chase is just an athletic beast who can just win those 50-50 balls and uh, and just has crazy speed like he's definitely it's definitely a great pick for Miami and they're going to be a dangerous team this year yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, Chase, he's one of the best wide receiver prospects we've seen in a while. This kid, I think he's going to be one of the best receivers in the NFL in like two, three years. This guy's amazing. What he did at LSU, I, I understand that's a very high-octane offense, and he was, I mean, he was the main guy there. Yeah. And he's does not have to be developed too much either, I don't think. Like, I think he's pretty NFL-ready. I agree. Um, yeah. 
Um, let's move on to the next pick. We got the Detroit Lions. This is the team. They have a lot of needs. Um, and I think one of their biggest needs is wide receiver. Right now, their top receiver is Tyra Williams, and then the second guy is Brashad Perriman. Okay? Oof. Now, okay, we don't know if Jared Goff is their guy. Actually, we do. He's not. But I think for this season, they're going to stick with him. I don't see them taking a quarterback. Um, I think they're going to go receiver, and I think it's going to be Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Now, it's getting a lot of people saying, wait, Devonta Smith won the Heisman. How are you going his teammate over him? There's a lot of questions over Devonta Smith's size. And what I'm hearing from NFL circles is that there's a lot of teams shying away from him because of the lack of size. They're very concerned about that. So if you're the Lions, maybe you go Jalen Waddle. And it's also worth considering trading down, getting more picks to build the whole team because this team has a whole lot of needs all the way around the field. What do you think about uh, Jalen Waddle? What do you think the Lions should be doing? I definitely agree with you on the pick. Uh, you can't draft a quarterback because you're paying Jared Goff so much money. Like You took on that contract uh, from the Rams, and he literally has no one to pass to. You ought to at least give him a chance because it's just unfair if you – like. Like you said, those receivers, none of them are a starting caliber receiver whatsoever. And at least the offense can kind of get moving. Because like, then you have Hawkinson, uh, Jalen Waddle, and their running backs have been pretty good this year, too. Or last year, they were like, decent. Uh, but yeah, Detroit's definitely going to suck again. <laughs> yes. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, it's not. They can't pick a quarterback this year. Uh, it's just not possible, and it's going to be hard to develop a quarterback, a young guy too, when he has absolutely no- nothing to pass to. Uh, so yeah, I definitely agree with the pick, and I I do like Jalen Waddle a lot, and I do like him more than Devontae Smith. And Jalen Waddle was kind of under the radar the last last year because of Devontae Smith. Uh, by saying he's a really good dynamic receiver and yeah yeah certainly uh lions are probably be picking probably higher than this next year let's just put it like that probably yeah um <laughs> let's move on to the next pick the carolina panthers i have taken o-lineman rashawn slater from northwestern some say he's the second best o-lineman in this draft uh they're not going to take a quarterback they you mentioned earlier they traded for sam darnold they still have Teddy Bridgewater on the roster. It's not worth taking a quarterback at this time. And it's, what's really interesting, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, Anto, but they only drafted defensive players in last year's draft. They took no offensive players. Oh, only yeah. Defense. Well, they have two really good young guys. Uh, Burns. And, yeah, Burns and... Oh, I forgot that there's another guy on their roster. Uh, but that defense is young. It's only going to get better. And oh, Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin, that's excellent second round pick from last year. That defense only got better. That was I think they had one of the youngest uh, defenses in the league last year. And if you can set up Sam Darnold for success, and I think he is because he's gonna have the O line with this pick. Got the receivers. Yeah, him and we already know him and Robbie Anderson work. 
DJ uh, Moore is a very serviceable wide receiver too. And I think I honestly think Sam Darnold's gonna be really good. I don't think he had a proper chance in with New York. And I honestly I could see Carolina making the playoffs. I could because Ooh. New Orleans New Orleans isn't gonna be as good this year. I don't in my opinion. Obviously Tampa, I think they're definitely it's unless barring a bunch of injuries, they're winning that division. But I could see them sneaking in, in the wild card. Hundred percent. Wow. Uh, and they obviously can draft because last year a lot of those draft picks hit on defense, and I trust uh, Matt Rule to draft well. And I, yeah, I think Carolina will be a lot better this year for sure. I'm not gonna go with Farth playoff, but I do like the spicy take. Um, yeah, I mean you gotta have a bodyguard for Sam Darnold. And that's what Rashawn Slater is going to bring to you. Let's move on to the next pick, the Denver Broncos. This is one I'm... Okay, I'm going to admit I'm really not sure about this pick. The Broncos could easily trade up. Uh, they could easily take a guy on defense. But I, am this, in this mock draft, have them selecting Justin Fields from Ohio State. Drew Locke might not be a lock, okay? And He's not. <laughs> he's not. And uh, also Trey Lance is a possibility here. They could go quarterback and go Lance or they could go quarterback and take Fields which I think they're going to be doing if they do decide to go defense though uh, Micah Parsons most likely being their guy uh, top defensive player in the draft top linebacker to go along with Chubb Miller I, I Justin Simmons Justin Simmons I mean they got some some dogs on that defense but uh, if they do go Justin Fields here it's going to be interesting discussion who starts week one because there's not a lot of confidence in Drew Locke around the league, and a lot of people seem to like Justin Fields. Is he going to drop down to Denver? Is he going to drop further? Is also a valid question, because there's a lot of uncertainty on on what Justin Fields is going to do. Well, you know, I, I really like Denver's roster. I think, I think to have a playoff roster, it's just the Korak play and injuries last year just wasn't good enough. Uh, they have a great tight end. They have uh, Cortland Sutton when he's healthy. He's a very uh, athletic tight end, uh, wide receiver. Uh, obviously, C not C D Lamb. Yeah, Jerry yeah, Judy. Lamb. Let's not Jerry Judy. Jerry yeah, Judy. he's gonna he's entering his second year, so he's only gonna be better. I think with an actual quarterback and Justin Fields is very dynamic too, and which adds a whole other dimension to the offense that defense we already talked about very good uh i think that's a playoff roster and if just if whoever they pick a quarterback if he if they hit if they're good uh they could totally make playoffs this year 100 percent uh and yeah i like the pick of justin fields very interesting to see where they go um let's move on to the next pick the dallas cowboys now i have them this is, I'm pretty confident on this one. I'd put a lot of money on this one, actually. I have the Dallas Cowboys taking cornerback Patrick Sertan from Alabama. They take another quarterback, uh, cornerback to go with Trevon Diggs, uh, who they selected last year. And that'd be a pretty good one-two there. They need something on defense. Their defense was terrible Horrible. last yeah. year. 
terrible. And clearly, they don't need receivers. Don't need a quarterback. Don't need a running back. O-line's still good enough. They don't need anything on offense. They need defense. And this is the um, obvious position of need for them. So I think Patrick Sertan from Alabama, who most people have as the best corner in the draft. I have him going to Dallas Cowboys. Oh, totally. They have to go cornerback. Um, and like you said, their linebackers are good to above average. They have some pass rushers. It's just no, like their coverage was just horrible. It was horrible last year. Trayvon Diggs, I couldn't tell you how many times I watched that guy get burnt. It was just ridiculous. And if Jerry Jones picks offense again, I think he actually has like a mental disability or something <laughs> because even last year they should have been picking defense but instead they picked cd lamb yeah like they already have amari cooper uh like why do you need another receiver anyways cooper, gallop and they still take cd lamb yeah. yeah and if they don't pick a cornerback if they don't pick patrick certain or even maybe they'll go jc horn they're just really stupid and they're asking to not play, make playoffs again because if that defense doesn't improve, uh, I find it hard to see them making playoffs. But then again, that division's just horrible. So who knows, man? And it's kind of frustrating because they'll make playoffs in that god-awful division and then Cowboys fans get to never shut up about it. But yeah, I, I like to pick. All right, let's stick in the division. Next up, I got the uh, New York Giants selecting linebacker Micah Parsons, who easily could not be on the board by now. Uh, and the Giants would be ecstatic if Micah Parsons is still there. They got a few ways they could go. They could go old line. They could go some suggest receiver. I don't think they need receivers. Uh, Galladay. I'm very excited to say Kenny Galladay is on the Sterling, Giants. Sterling, Sterling Shepard, Shepard. Darius Slayton. Uh, Evan so Ingram I, at tight end. Evan Ingram at tight end. Man, Evan, Evan Ingram at tight end. Like, mm. oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, Saquon's back too, so that's gonna be huge. Yeah. So they got offense. I don't think they need offense unless it's the O, o- line. Um, edge. They could also go edge or a corner. Even though I think their secondary is is pretty good for now. That's why I got Micah Parsons going. Yeah, and in most drafts. Like, Micah Parsons, I think he's a top five uh, prospect of the draft if you take out quarterbacks. And most drafts, just the way the draft order is, everyone in the top 10, other than Dallas, needs offense. Uh, most drafts, he'd definitely be going within that top 10. Because uh, he's just super athletic. He's just a great linebacker. And I think that's New York's biggest need. And it's going to be fulfilled. He slots in there. He's going to start week one. And I'd be extremely happy as a Giants fan and as the organization if you're getting Micah Parsons at uh, 11th overall. Giants are on their way to doing something. I'm, I'm happy to say <laughs> well, that. Well, it d- depends on Daniel Jones. but It does depend on Daniel Jones. We might be having a discussion next year. And we might, do, we might be discussing a quarterback when it comes to the Giants. But hopefully not. Hopefully Jones is the guy. Let's move on to the next pick. And I got the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Devontae Smith from Alabama. Finally, 
the Heisman winner goes off my draft board. Uh, mentioned earlier, there's a lot of concerns. He is undersized for the NFL. Philadelphia, do you remember who they took last year in the first round? Uh, oh, I should know this. They took oh Jalen Rager. Yeah, Jalen Rager. Over Justin Jefferson. Uh, yes, no, sir. Jefferson was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. over Justin Jefferson. <laughs> And Chase Claypool, man, the Eagles. This is what worries me. Whatever receiver lands in in Philadelphia, they suck at developing them or just drafting them in that case. So the last two years, all the receivers they've drafted have just been busts. Or, okay, we won't say busts, but below par or they've passed on a lot of guys. Like They could have got DK Metcalf two years ago. Uh, like I don't know why they drafted JJ or Sega Whiteside. <laughs> He's just horrible, man. I like. I think he has like a career of like. I think he has a career of like three hundred receiving yards, and that's it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they kind of have to go receiver. I certainly uh, think. And look, if yeah, the thing about uh, it's tough when I want to explain the one of or these three positions: quarterback, running back wide receiver are the three flashiest positions you know it's the fantasy football positions yeah. everybody has their it's the, their guys. the picks that makes your fan base like get really excited yes and if you're the eagles what's gonna get your fan base more excited than the heisman winner you're saying look we missed last year with jalen rager okay he he might still be good but we probably missed let's take the heisman winner and it's a legit they need a receiver more than they need any other position on the football team. Yeah. They could go corner too. J.C. Horn's still there. Uh, a lot of people think he could possibly go there, but I got them taking Devontae Smith. He, he's better than Jalen Rager and Travis Fulgham. And that's what Jalen He better than Travis Fulgham. Uh, he better be better than them. If he's not, that's really disappointing. You're giving Jalen Hurts a legit weapon here. Okay, if Hurts is your guy, which they're still hesitant to actually name him their guy, but um, I think uh, I think it's 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 about time Devonte Smith goes. For sure. Next up, Los Angeles Chargers could go a few different ways, but I have them selecting cornerback J.C. Horn from South Carolina. I could see them going O line to give um, Justin Herbert a little bit of protection. Something Horn is actually the best corner in the draft. I got Sertan going ahead of him. Uh, it's certainly a position of need for the Chargers. They moved on from Casey Hayward here in the first round, Anto, as their replacement. I, oh, I, I like the pick. I think that defense to be really good. I mean, Derwin James will be back this year. Um, and I think the offense is pretty much, like, figured out. I don't really, like... Maybe they can improve at running back, but you can address that later in the draft. Their wide receivers are all, both above average to elite. Their O-line serviceable. And I just think you add that extra cornerback and uh, and you pair him alongside Chris Harris. I just think that defense will be probably, probably top 10 in the league. Uh, and yeah, you can't go wrong with him. I, I've heard this guy's supposed to be kind of like uh, uh, a keep to leave, like okay. 2.0. Which like, and if he's anywhere close to that, I, I'd take it. 
So yeah, I, I like that pick. All right, let's move on to the next team. We got the Minnesota Vikings. I got them selecting Edge, the first one in the draft. Quiddy Pay from Michigan. Could also go corner. They brought in uh, Patrick Peterson, but really not much around him. Could also go O line. Uh, linebacker course pretty good with Barr and Kendricks. I think if they pair pay, if they, it's a tough one for me to say. They pair pay with their other edge hunter. It's a pretty good defense for the Minnesota Vikings, and in a tough division. Although they could, they could. Okay, they're definitely gonna beat Detroit, and they're gonna have a tough challenge with the Bears, and then Packers. They probably lose both their all their games against the Packers. But this defense, if they develop it a bit further, is something to really look out for. Yeah, um, I honestly can't say I know much about Quidipay, <laughs> but if he's a good enough, if he's a serviceable edge rusher, they definitely need that. That defense was just horrible last year, um, especially under Mike Zimmer, who's a defensive coach. Um, but yeah, I like that pick. I don't really think there's anything on the offense that needs addressing. I mean, some might say draft Kirk Cousins replacement, but they're not going to do that, obviously. Uh, but they could have also. I I kind of would would like to see them pick a cornerback or even a safety, uh, just because that secondary was really weak last year. It was, yeah, it was bad. Um, but yeah, uh, is Quiddy Pay supposed to be like? Is he the top edge rusher in the draft or? Yeah, he looks to be. There's a, a few guys. A lot of the edge guys actually have a lot of asterisks beside them, like Jalen Phillips, who I'm not going to get to in this mock draft because he's going to fall out of the uh, the top 20, in my opinion. Actually retired from football because of injuries and came back uh, talented, but obvious health concerns there. So it looks like Quiddy Pay is probably the top edge guy. Um, and for me, Minnesota selecting him could be a very good pick. Let's move on to the New England Patriots, who, like we mentioned, could easily trade up and could easily make a weird pick like we know Bill Bill Belichick is uh, prone to do. But I got them selecting quarterback Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Will Belichick finally draft quarterback in the first round? Well, look, last year we thought Cam was going to be a bit better than he was, and I'm not convinced at all that Cam is their future quarterback or even this year going to be good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL so I could see uh, if Lance still on the board the Patriots taking a quarterback here yeah I really like the pick uh, Trey Lance uh, was the highest got the highest score on the Bechdel test of all the top quarterbacks in the draft which I think Bel- uh, Belichick really like would look at because Belichick wants a quarterback that's going to be smart and knowledgeable uh and also i feel like he's the quarterback that you can sit him for this year and uh the media and fans aren't going to be begging for him to start most people agree that he's not ready yet and he's a raw talent and i think that's good because i think belichick wants to start a rookie quarterback in the first year i don't think he's ever done that in his career as a co- head coach um but I, Trey Lance in New England can be very dangerous. And 
Bella Belichick can definitely do a lot with him, especially with the pieces they got in the offseason around him with uh, Hunter Henry and uh, Johnny Smith. They have the best tight end core in the league. Like, I really like this pick. And Tam at 15 is pretty good as well. Uh, yeah. From 1 to 100%, how, what percentage do you think, percentage chance do you think they trade up? Knowing Belichick, I feel like, like, I feel like it really depends. Like, let's say Denver trades up to four, picks their quarterback. I don't think they need to trade up because no one else is gonna pick a quarterback. It really depends what they think, who they think Denver will pick, or who they think San Fran will pick. For all we know, Trey Lance could go three, and and then it's Mac Jones at fifteen that New England picks, which I could see as well. I feel like it's like a 50-50 chance. Honestly, I feel like it's more than likely they won't trade up because New England just doesn't usually do that. But I actually have another question. So now all the quarterbacks are off the board. We always know there's going to be a a bust. There's going to be at least two guys who bust. And there'll be two guys who are stars and one guy who's okay. Who do you, in your opinion, busts and who's like a star based on where they're going? Assuming this is how the draft falls. Um, okay, so the way I look at it is Mac Jones' ceiling is super low. His floor is decent, but his ceiling really isn't very high. You mentioned Kirk Cousins. That's a pretty good comparison for me. Um, Trey Lance could easily bust for me. He could also, his ceiling is very high. But easily, I mean, the guy who played one game this whole year, and it was an exhibition game, and I believe he only started 17 games in his whole college career. Uh, so for me, it's Trey Lance. I think easily he could bust, but I think his ceiling is so much higher than the other guy who I mentioned, is, which is Mac Jones. Okay. If Trey Lance goes, okay, my two guys who are going to pop, my pay in the draft is going to be Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to go with Trey Lance, uh, like assuming he goes to New England. I think Zach Wilson and uh, Fields are going to bust. Mm, bust. Zach Wilson, because you're going to the Jets. They When was the last time they drafted a good quarterback? Mark Sanchez. <laughs> I mean, good, good point. And that's even, that's even debatable if he's if he was a good quarterback or a, a hit. Uh and I think Mac Jones, I feel like just because you're going to Kyle Shanahan's offense, he's going to be serviceable. But in a couple of years, you're going to see Trevor Lawrence and uh, Trey Lance just being super, like, very good quarterbacks. And people are just going to say, well, why didn't you pick Trey Lance then? But I feel like Mac Jones will be good. He'll be like Kirk Cousins, where fans are like, "Well, he can't win. He can't bring us deep in the playoff into the playoffs, but he'll get us to the playoffs." That's my take. Interesting. Interesting. Um, next up, the Arizona Cardinals. I have them selecting cornerback Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Now, Farley had two back surgeries over the course of his college career. Hasn't played since 2019. If he had no medical issues, some people say he's the best corner in the draft. Uh, the Cardinals need a replacement for Patrick Peterson. 
right now their current top guy is Malcolm Butler on the depth chart. Uh, Farley could easily slide, I acknowledge, could easily slide all the way down to the second round because of these health concerns. He wasn't able to work out for teams, but he is expected to be ready for camp and then obviously for the season. Very risky pick, sort of a, if it works, then it really works. But if it doesn't work, you took a guy in the first round who barely played any football for you. Uh, I want to know your opinion on the pick and then what you think the Cardinals, if it's not corner, where should they be going? Uh, I, I feel like I think it's too at this part point in the draft. I feel like you could probably get a good cornerback in the second or third round. And I think maybe go for an offensive lineman, like go for a uh, Derisaw or uh, Tevin Jenkins, because you're good at edge rush and. All their, they have tons of skill positions. I like their safeties. Like Buda Baker's good. Linebackers are so- solid. Isaiah Simmons. Um. Yeah, I think I'd take an offensive lineman here. Just protect Kyler Murray, and just stir up the O line. In my opinion, other than other than Cora, because like you said, this guy could Farley could drop you into the second round, and Arizona could easily get him, or someone else who's just as serviceable. All right, let's move on to the next pick, the Las Vegas Raiders. I have selecting Hainan with me here. Jeremiah Okuthu Koromoa from Notre Dame. Let's call him Jeremiah OK. Um, okay, so last few years, the Raiders have spent a lot of draft capital in the secondary, and it hasn't worked out fantastic, but at the same time, those guys are still developing. So you still got to improve that defense. Uh, Linebacker is probably the biggest need for the Raiders. They have some receivers. They're going to stick with their quarterback. I'm a pretty big fan of Carr, actually. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. Drafted Ruggs in the first round last year, so you're probably not going in that pond again. Running back, you got Josh Jacobs. The O-line is pretty decent, although they did let go of some guys this season. Uh, Linebacker is the biggest need for the Raiders. And, Anto, I want to ask you... The Raiders, how could they, how good could they be this year? Uh, mediocre. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. The Raiders always like draft off the board, I swear. They do. Like, they never pick who they're supposed to pick or who people feel like should be picked at their spot. They'll just pick like some guy who's supposed to go in the second round, like late second round. Like, do you remember when like Cleland Farrell yeah. got picked and people were like, you're like he's he's even on the board for today. He was gonna go in the first round. Like they'll probably pick someone with a nice name. They'll go with like Chaz Surratt out of North Carolina, just so we, you know you have a Chaz on the team. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you gotta have a Chaz on your team. Uh, yeah. I mean the Raiders are. I feel like they're a very. They're not the worst team in the league, but they're probably not gonna make the playoffs. And this pick of uh, Jeremiah, okay. Is going to be an okay pick, but ultimately is not going to help them make the playoffs. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are up again, and I have them taking off offensive lineman Christian Darathaw from Virginia Tech. It's a major need for the Dolphins. They traded Eric Flowers actually today, which is opening up a gap on their O line, and look get some protection for for Tua. You got him receiver early in the draft when I said they're going to take Chase. Now I uh, give him some help. 
on the O-line. But this is a pick that could be for the first one in the draft, a running back. It could be Najee Harris, could be Travis Etienne. You think they take a running back here, or you think they get a bit of protection for Tua Tagovailoa? No, I don't think they go running back. I feel like Brian Flores is definitely a type of guy who's going to draft a running back in the mid-rounds. Uh, and there's totally a bunch of guys who will be good who you can get later on. I think O'Tackle is definitely the way to go. Uh, protect Tua. Just make sure he's feels as comfortable at all costs and... Uh, there's not nothing. There's no other like huge needs they really need to fill, in my opinion, other than O line and running back. So I think O line is the way to go, for sure. All right, let's move on to the Washington football team. I have them taking O lineman Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. They could. This is another team. I want. I want to know your take on this too. They could trade up to quarterback. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is currently their their quarterback, and I don't think wherever he goes, he's uh, his job is safe wherever he's been. It's it's not been. Yeah. <laughs> you think they pick? Do you think Kyle Trask goes in the first round? No, I think he's more second, third round. He, which is crazy because he was having a really good year. I think he fell off around the end of the college football season. But um, I I I don't think they're going to take a quarterback. I just I want to acknowledge that this is a team that could could trade up and take a quarterback. Uh, their defense is really good. We know that. Their receivers, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, that's that's pretty good. Uh, and they've never really replaced Trent Williams since they moved on from him. Here is their chance by taking Elijah Vera Tucker, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like, that's definitely a pick to go unless you pick, trade up for a quarterback. And they, I could see them definitely picking up Kyle Trask in the second round then, if you think he'll go that late. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really disagree with you on that whatsoever. All right, and let's get to our last pick here before wrapping things up, and that's the Chicago Bears. This is one I'm really not 100% sure on either. Um, their defense is pretty good, but they could fill a few gaps. I think they'll take a receiver, actually. Rashawn Bateman from Minnesota. Uh, a number two receiver to go alongside Allen Robinson, a legit one. Anthony Miller's all right. Darnell Mooney, are you really confident in the moon, man? Probably not. That's uh, my new nickname for him. I'm going to keep that. I got them going Rashawn Bateman. There's a few receivers that could go. Kadarius Tony's another name. Terrace Marshall Jr., all names that they could uh, be interested in come draft day. How close are the Bears to being a legit contender? Not even close if they don't have a real quarterback. I mean, what's Andy Dalton? The best you're going to get from Andy Dalton is 500. And this is another team I could see going for Kyle Trask. Obviously not in the first round, but at some point in the draft. Uh, but they definitely have... They have a playoff defense playoff roster defense and they definitely have some solid skill weapons uh david montgomery he heated up at the end of the year last year i think he's a, a solid running back and tree cohen will be back so that's another so that's up another pack pass catcher for the bears um but yeah i don't i guess yeah you got to go wide receiver but man it's just like so depressing because with when you have 
Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Like, I don't know. You're not really going to go anywhere, in my opinion. It was honestly bad that they made playoffs last year. Because if they didn't, they would have had a, like, mid mid teen to high to or low teen pick like me 13 or 14 and they could have maybe got trey lance and like yeah all right before we wrap up here i want to ask you about your buffalo bills tell people listening where are they drafting who should they be drafting why shouldn't it be a running back clearly it's the need go ahead oh i I'm not a fan of picking running backs in the first round. I don't mind it in the late first round at 30. And I've heard a lot of people say Najee Harris from Alabama is the guy that's going to go there. I also wouldn't mind an edge rusher. I think the Bills don't have that great of a like edge rush, really. Um, but I'm cool for running back two. I personally think Zach Moss and Devin Singletary are horrible. They, like, I don't know. They have, like, because the O line is not bad. It's not the problem. They just don't run north south, and Najee Harris can. And he's a lot more, like, head down. He's going to hit the gap hard, which is what we need. Um, yeah, I'd be cool with that pick. I wouldn't be exhilarated, but. I wouldn't be upset if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here. Hope you guys enjoyed. Bit of a different episode, just the two of us today. A uh, quick uh, mock draft. We all got our. We're all excited to, for the NFL draft. When you have a lot of free time, um, you start looking at the draft and you're like, okay, how can this draft come quicker and quicker? So, right, so you put together mock draft your own. Um, so it's a lot of fun to talk about these things and come Thursday we're going to turn this into uh, into reality yeah. we're going to have the uh, real we'll see, how, we'll see how horribly wrong we were <laughs> very going to be very wrong yeah. there's a few I'm pretty confident in I'm confident in the top two I'm somewhat confident the Niners are going to go with Jones at three I'm pretty confident the Cowboys uh, they're going to go with Thurton at ten but uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty confident in our top ten yeah. in general uh, I mean, me like, too me too but like every draft is like three or four picks in the top 15 where you're like really they're drafting that guy like you know what i mean yeah just come out of left field but uh yeah it'll be totally fun to watch and we do expect there to be a lot of trades we didn't put any in our mock draft but uh and that's that's, that's what's going to mess it up the most is that there's gonna be trades and and my pick's gonna look it's gonna be completely different because it's gonna be a different team but overall uh, that's why I went by team needs mostly because no matter if you're trading or not, your team needs don't change. So, so it should be interesting come Thursday. Uh, we get to see these guys hugging Roger Goodell Roger on Goodell. stage in Cleveland. And he gets booed. I love when he gets booed. Yeah. <laughs> or right. or when you see, sorry, or when you see your, all the fans, like they make a stupid pick and all the fans are just flipping out. They're just like, they're just cursing off their team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. All right, let's wrap it up here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bench Talk Podcast. <laughs>